And here we go, Season 2, Episode 3 of the Matt Report. Special episode today. I just can't wait to get into it. What is the show all about? It used to be for a hundred and I think 109 episodes. It was all about talking strictly and interviewing strictly WordPress entrepreneurs uh, from around the globe and what they're doing in their business. Uh, for that, it was like 109 episodes. Now uh, we're in season two, season one, which actually should have been it should have been season two, but this is season two. Interesting how that worked out. Uh, but season one was the official start of seasons for Matt Report, and that was all about web design. Go back to that. There was uh, six or seven episodes there. Selling a $5,000 project to selling a $50,000 project and talking to folks who are managing and selling those projects, learning all about that. You can find out more about that at mattreport.com. And if you want to stay connected, it's mattreport.com slash subscribe. Join the mailing list uh, where all this news and all this fun stuff uh, goes out. Uh, on a you know at least a bi-weekly basis <laughs> it's not every day uh, so we're not going to spam you but it's good stuff and what's going on in season two again if you're the first time listener um, we're following along the journey of I'm launching a new product it's called julep and I'm just trying to do something super out in the open and starting from from scratch right so I've got this product idea it's about making images a little bit more fun for WordPress and right now uh, what I'm working on is a plugin that allows you to embed text right into an image not a CSS overlay um, not something that hovers over an image uh, but something that bakes in the image or excuse me the text right into your image so you go into your media library you type some text over it and you say hey this is my great featured image title uh, you hit save it actually creates a new image with the fancy text in there uh, you save it, you put it on your blog post, and you get more clicks, right? That's the idea. Makes your content a little bit more engaging. You can learn more about that at getjulep, J-U-L-E-P.com. And my first goal uh, from, from announcing it, of course, was to grow an email list of 100 uh, folks to an email list. And uh, as of today, let me just look at my MailChimp. 87. 87. So I had a goal of 100 for Friday I sort of missed that, um, but uh, yeah, I, the product isn't ready yet. We're still in a beta mode. There was a bug. That's been the biggest thing holding us back. Um, some bug with being able to drag the text across the image uh, for whatever reason. It's not working correctly. So we've got to solve that before we can go into a beta stage. Uh, but if you do join that email list, getjulip.com, you can sign up right over there. You'll be the first to know when the beta goes out. And... Um, yeah, I mean, some other internal business stuff. I ran a Facebook ad and uh, totally going against the grain on everything that I say I would do. <laughs> you know, call, call, call to actions and uh, doing things the proper way. I just threw up the video to Julep and threw 20 bucks at Facebook ads to promote it. It performed well in terms of pennies on the dollar, right? So I got 800 plus views. Uh, to that video, it only cost me 20 bucks. Um, you know, I think 500 something uniques. Uh, so pennies on the dollar in terms of exposure, but I didn't put a call to action in there, right? So my email list probably grew uh, maybe between six and 10 people, right? But that's my own fault. 
you know, it, this is just a perfect lesson, right? So if you're out there trying to promote your product or service and you're thinking Facebook ads, you have to take, it's not as easy as just throwing money at it and the people will come. You have to perfect the messaging. You have to have the right call to actions. And clearly, if you're looking to get somebody to sign up, never mind buy something. It has to be super clear. Uh, I'll post the graph and, 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 the, and the, the stats from the Facebook ad right in this post that goes along with this episode so you can learn from that. And, I, and maybe I'll do another one to try to get myself over to that 100. Um, but that's the biggest thing holding me back right now are the bugs in Julep. Um, this is something that's critical. I can't launch it because uh, it's sort of just malfunctioning and I don't want to do that. So, so that's been the biggest speed bump so far. On the good news, on the other side of the fence... Uh, as some of you might know, I've been actually looking for a co-host for the show, right? For the se- for season two, somebody to share in the misery and in the pain of running <laughs> a WordPress business or any business, uh, but specifically a WordPress business and specifically a WordPress services business agency uh, or uh, and a product business, right? Selling a plugin, selling a theme. So I saw I I I, I started that quest uh, two or three weeks ago, and um, I sought out to find somebody who, who is doing this. I talked to people who uh, were, are very well-known in the WordPress space and are very successful in the WordPress space. I talked to people outside of the WordPress space, right? Do you have just a SaaS business or this product business or this ebook business? I talked to a few f- folks like that. And uh, I wanted to find somebody who is just launching something like we are uh, with Julep and Conductor um, you know, and, and have an agency business at the same time. How do we balance this stuff? Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, everything in between. So Devin Walker is quietly sitting behind the scenes. Devin, welcome to the program. Hey, hey. thanks for the introduction. I'm uh, excited to be on the show. Um, really glad that you, uh, you know, you came to me and and uh, asked me to kind of co-host this uh, this season with you. I, I must say, uh, you know, I'm kind of uh, here and there type of listener. Uh, and but I really enjoy uh, enjoy your style of this podcast. I've been on a number of WordPress podcasts, and I, I really like how you do it um, in your format. It's, it's really good. That's great, man. Um, there is something. Uh, so when I take a step back, I said, "Gee, who could who would actually cry on air with me?" Right? <laughs> and I said, "This guy right here, right? Just look at your avatar." Yep. I had no. I, we had never met. We had never met at a WordCamp. At least I don't think we've ever met, right? You and I have never met, right, in person. Oh, uh, we might have bumped into each other at one point. All right, maybe we did. Um, and uh, but there was no, you know, it was just I just cold called people, right? And I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna drop in some audio uh, into this uh, into this podcast right here, and we're just oh, gonna gi- we're, <laughs> we're just gonna give it a listen uh, <laughs> of our of our very first time uh, talking to each other. Uh, on the phone, literally cold calling you like a salesperson. So here we go. Sounds good. Hey, hey. Hey, what's how up? you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. We're, this, by the way, it's great to talk to you. First time I've ever spoken to you, I think. <laughs> you, you as well. Uh, where are you? Where, where uh, are we're you? in San Diego. Oh, nice. Downtown. Nice, nice, nice. Very cool. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, no problem. This is recording, as I said, just for historical purposes. Uh, hopefully, we can work this out. I kind of like your storyline, and I like what you're doing, of course. And the backstory about this, I know Matt probably filled you in on some of it. Um, actually, let me turn on my video so it's fair game. 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm sure Matt uh, explained some stuff to you before. And, yeah, a bit. And so what I'm doing is, with all the other stuff I have going on uh, in my professional career, I've started to launch this new plugin uh, as sort of just uh, a, a bit of material for a new season of the Matt Report and out of interest of just launching another product because God knows us entrepreneurs can't stop launching products. <laughs> um, and I really just want to be able to uh, jur like journal this in a way of, you know, like exposing everything that's going on. And I, f I felt like I didn't want to do it alone and just have the storyline by myself talking about the launch of Julep and what's going on with Julep. Um, but to have somebody else who has some skin in the game who's also launching something new that can really speak from the heart uh, mm -hmm. of this stuff, right? Um, yeah, so I think uh, I wasn't under the impression that it was a, a, an ongoing show. I thought it was uh, just one of your show's episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll have to definitely consider that as far as time-wise goes. Mm -hmm. But I really like the premise of the, uh, of the new show idea. All right. So that was our very first phone call, and walk us through this 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 cold call from from the Matt report. Um, did you want to do it right away? What were your, sort of your reservations uh, for co-hosting a show uh, with me? Uh, mainly the time commitment. You know, we're really busy here as entrepreneurs. Um, I for for you know to fill some of the listeners in, I I'm a lead developer on a product called Give. It's a donation plugin for WordPress. You can see more about that at GiveWP.com. Back to what uh, the original question was is yeah. So mainly the time commitment. You know, I I wasn't all too familiar with your show. I know I've seen it. I know I I know you as an influencer in the in the community. Um, I've heard your name around and and. Um, and so that's what intrigued me to get on the phone with you. And then when you really started talking, I could hear, you know, how you are an excellent podcaster and how you're really going through the same things we are here as a small team and me personally. And uh, and I just kind of decided mid mid uh, conversation that it was a good idea. And, uh, you know, this this was something I wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, it, it was important for me, you know, at, for the listeners out there. Uh, number one, yeah, obviously, thank you. Uh, f thank you for taking the time, no matter what you're doing, running, washing, no washing the dishes and all that stuff. But, <laughs> uh, you know, definitely uh, making sure that we had somebody on the show that was was real, right? That was the most important part, right? Somebody that is going through these things. Uh, you know, just like me and, and just like a whole host of other folks who are listening to the show. I didn't want somebody, uh, you know, that, that has already been accomplished because, uh, you know, the, the stories that they would tell, uh, you know, hey, look, you go to bed at night worrying about, am I going to make, is this product going to survive? Is it going to make sales? Am I going to be if, able to? If I can go to bed at if, night. Right. If you can go to bed at night. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of point of view that I wanted to have uh, with us. So, uh, season two, hosting this uh, uh, together should be should be a damn good time. That's all I have to I'm, say. About I'm that. really looking forward to it. I hope I don't uh, cry on air too much. I hope it's a bunch of success and joy yeah. for both of us. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, so, what has been the biggest challenge uh, for you? The last episode we talked to Troy Dean. He talked about his sort of fears of launching a product. Um, 
And he gave us insights there. So if you want to go back to the to the past episode, season two, episode two, Troy Dean, uh, it's a different it's a different sort of fear factor for him. But what, what's been your biggest obstacle since launching Give? Um, so really, the balancing it since our launch. I think the launch went really well. We're uh, you know up to a thousand active installs now since our launch in April, and we're getting around. 50 to 75 uh, downloads per day on average. So we expect that number to jump to 2,000 on uh, the WordPress repo, hopefully within the next couple of weeks here. Um, but since launch, I think the main challenge for me personally as lead developer on the project has been really balancing uh, developing the core plugin and furthering that along while at the same time building out the add-ons that we have for it. Um, there's a couple of really critical add-ons that aren't out right now, which uh, people are really wanting. One being called one called recurring donations, which basically allows uh, users to subscribe to giving uh, via the give donation form. So it's a really complex um, add-on to uh, develop, and we want it out as soon as possible. But we also don't want to stick a product out there that's uh, going to be not done completely, not done to the way people expect it, and ultimately uh, let down in the long run mm. and potentially cause more development down the line since we hastily launched it. So how many active installs do you have right now with Give? Uh, we have uh, a thousand according to WordPress.org. I think it's leaning towards the 2000 mark here pretty shortly. Yeah. So in the beginning, right, when I launched Conductor, and, and this is the same kind of, I'm, I'm back at the same point with Julep is I was thinking to myself, all right, do I go the .org route and put it up there and just potentially get bombarded with bad reviews, right? Because it's still too early. It's still an early stage product. Um, mm -hmm. Julep in this sense is beta. Uh, so, you know, did you ever have that sort of tug of war like, uh, you know, do I go free? Uh, do I go free with the add-on route? Do I go all-inclusive like Gravity Forms does, which is what I do with Conductor right now? What was your school of thought with that? Uh, with Give, we never really had the question of whether or not to go free or not. I mean, we the plugin was originally forked uh, from several different plug plugins, primarily EDD, and we really like their model, and we stuck with that because we see, uh, you know, Pippin's kind of been one of our. Um, I guess, uh, you know, uh, you know, follow, uh, influencers, I guess, that we follow in the community. And yep. we really, uh, you know, like his code style and we wanted to kind of replicate that with this product. And um, that's why we decided to go uh, free. And we've done that with most of our plugins. We only have one premium uh, plugin, which is an extension to WooCommerce right now. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I think it's, I really think this business is, you know, aside from the theme business, but let's just talk plug-in business. I, I just think it really has to do with distribution and, uh, you know, .org is really your only channel for mass distribution in this market aside from going to a marketplace, but that's a whole other ball of, of wax, right? That's a totally different you know, yeah, yeah. We market. decided to, you know, but when I first got into it, I tried to get on Theme Forest and had my experiences with that, and just ultimately decided that in order to grow a sustainable business, we had to do it on our own. And you know, WordPress.org has its limitations, and you know, if you go a free pro model, you have to handle two code bases, and 
you're right. If you release a you know super MVP product on there, you might get eaten alive with reviews. <laughs> right. Thankfully, we've uh, gotten a lot of really good positive reviews, and I'll tell you, um, you know, we really pride ourselves on those, and primarily because when you provide good support for your products on WordPress.org, and you you know, after you provide that good support, you ask the people to, you know, maybe leave a kind review if they enjoy the plugin. They'll, they'll go ahead and they'll support you with that. That's a great idea, actually. I've never even thought about doing that. So I, because we do a lot of free support with our themes on .org, we should probably ask them if they like that to go ahead and review that. Probably Definitely. Make, and and advertising the plugin as well. If you look at WooCommerce, we've copied what WooCommerce is doing in the WordPress admin within the plugin on the footer on the WooCommerce pages, oh, yes. they, yep. they ask you to, to give them five stars. And I think we've gotten a couple from there as well. Um, but if you look at our reviews on, on Give on WordPress.org, they're all, I think we have 37 five stars and, and no uh, other ratings. So. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself with anybody saying like, hey, I've got this support issue. Uh, can you help me with it? And if you if you do, I'll buy... You know, I'll buy that add-on from you. Like, does anybody ever like hold you hostage to like buy an add-on if you don't give them support? Uh, does that make uh, sense? Yeah, I'd say that has happened. Um, a lot of people. What frustrates me the most is when people will give your plugin one-star review when and without even asking for support. Right. And and they're usually just had created the account just to give your plugin one star mm -hmm. or you see their plugin or you look at their profile and that's all they've done is given plugins one star. So those type of, you know, dot org user plugin trolls, I guess you'd call them are kind of frustrating, but um, no, nobody's really kind of, you know, said, you know, if you give us support, we'll buy this add on. I think they out of good support they've given you or they've purchased the add on. Maybe they've hinted at it, you know, in the process of asking for support. Yeah. And, and that, that was the, the scariest thing, um, you know, for me and I'm always, and, and I'm continually scratching my head to find out the right business model. I mean, I don't even know if, if conductor will, will continue to have this sort of all inclusive pay one price, all inclusive model. Um, because I'm always actively, you know, making sure I've got, I've picked the right thing. And, I guess it's good and bad that in this business we can pivot and change things around if we if we decide, uh, you know, if we decide we want to. Uh, I guess we could always go freemium route and add on for sure with Conductor. Uh, but I, my biggest fear with Conductor is because it's a it's not a page builder, but because you can build pages of content with it, it's very it's it's the the core product is very hands on. And if the person isn't happy with the first step of the hands-on process, like building their page, and then they turn to me and they say, well, buy your WooCommerce add-on so I can add products onto my homepage, but not until you give me you know, a boatload of free support. You mm -hmm. know? And, and that's always been the biggest fear for me, which you know, goes against the whole like, hug-a-tree GPL, like if you build a great piece of software, people will buy regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think it's a balance between providing that yeah. free support and then, you know, drawing a line between when the people get a little unwieldy, like, can you style my theme for me and yeah. things like that. Right, right. So do you run into that too with uh, with your stuff? Like, are people like using it on incompatible themes and they're just like, your plugin sucks? Uh, yeah, I mean, for somewhat, yeah, I would give more than anything else because the donation forms, we've kept the styling really light. 
and we've given or we've made it up to the themes to kind of style the forms how they they do naturally normally uh, any good theme should style forms uh you know according to their their style guide so right um unfortunately a lot of themes we've been uh, running into and then a lot of popular themes that you find on um on theme forest and some other marketplaces uh we have been having having some style issues and and we've helped people fix them up for free and and we've also built in things within the plugin to help uh, with compatibility there um, but we're purposely keeping it light in the plugin so themes can take advantage of it and you will see you know donation specific themes on theme forest that are powered by give which one is going to be released here hopefully in the next week or two by nice. uh, a developer out of india nice that's awesome yeah i mean that's always the you know that's always the trade-off it's amazing what people do with wordpress right and and I mean, there are people who use Conductor with Divi, and there are people who use Conductor with <laughs> with like dynamic uh, page builder for Genesis. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, I I understand that you know there there are things like they they see a particular feature happening in one plugin, they're like, I want that feature, and they come to another plugin, they go, I want that feature too, and they just you know mash the two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which I get it. Um, but it leads me to, uh, you know, it leads me to, to kind of wonder about, you know, yeah, do these, do these people really care? Like, is that type of user even caring how much effort we're putting into doing things the WordPress way, right? Uh, does that ever, will that ever shine through for the bulk of customers? Um, if they don't really care, if they're just like, I don't care, I'm just going to install a hundred plugins and just get this one page built. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it's always, yeah, the, site looks, the site looks terrible on the front end too, you know, and just as bad on the back end, it's got... You know, four different plugins running for the same thing, and and those are the users that you kind of have to watch out for. But you still have to help them if they purchase yeah. a license and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so one of the biggest challenges uh, that we started to talk about, and we sort of got sidetracked there, is uh, balancing this time, right? Balancing the time of add-on development, core development, um, sales, right, and doing all the other stuff that we do. You know, for me. I've talked about this before. The biggest thing, and I learned this from Garrett Moon, it's the simplest thing ever, right? <laughs> it's the easiest thing ever. Uh, Garrett Moon of CoSchedule. Uh, mm-hmm. When dealing with agency work and product work at the same time, just shifting the mindset to understand that uh, you want to kick off you know, the morale, the culture, the week, uh, the weekly meeting with product stuff, right? So for us, it's what we do. Like when we kick off our, our weekly meetings and sometimes it's uh, every other week, it's really, it starts with the product first. And um, it sort of just energizes us. It's a little, uh, little mind hack that says, you know, hey, we're building a product company here. And, and then we get into sort of, you know, the monotony of, of the client work. And I shouldn't say that client work, you know, it drags us down. It's certainly fun. And we've been recently launching some really awesome projects. Uh, but it's just, you know, you know, has the customer signed off on this milestone? Have they sent us the content that they need? Like <laughs> those tasks. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. You know, we've sort of just said, let's kick off with something fun and, and, and energizing and then we'll just clean up the rest. But w- what about you? How are you sort of managing this this time? Um, you know, primarily I manage it through uh, Task Manager. And, um, you know, I'm really managing... Um, 
myself as far as the development goes on, on Give, and um, and my my partners here are also helping me manage with several contractors. Mm-hmm. So um, they, I'm fortunate enough to have them, you know, kind of take that over, and then within our weekly meetings, we discuss how that's going, how you know how the if they have any questions as far as the, the wireframes we've created or the description of the technical specs. Um, if they do, I'll help answer those questions, flesh those things out. But really, then I get a focus on building out our products, and that's really what our our game plan is right now. Is it's build, build, build as much as we can, and of course we have a great support to back it up. Um, but my focus is moving forward with the products and. Um, I really, I, you know, if I see a, something that needs to be created, I'll, I'll make an issue for myself um, within GitHub if it's on the repo there, or I'll, I'll create a task in Asana if it needs to be something outside of the code that needs to be done. Um, and that's kind of how I manage myself. Yeah. So you're, I mean, we're, we're in like the same, the same sort of cycle, right? So Conductor being almost a year old, we're doing the same thing where it's just like build, build, build. Um, I mean... Like just yeah, like the other day we were we were we were building something, and we probably spent two or three weeks. Mind you, this is all you know within a whole bunch of projects that we're working on too at the same time, like client work, right? So it's not like it's three weeks of pure, three weeks of pure product development. There's there's mm-hmm. client work in there, but we went three weeks anyway, and we were sort of working on this feature. And I was just like, oh god, I think we decided the wrong. <laughs> I think I don't think we should have done this. Um, and we sort of just scrapped it. How do you, do you do that too? And and do you ever catch yourself? Uh, do you not have a surefire way to sort of squash that right out of the gate? Um, sometimes you you have to go down a road in order to you know yeah. realize that it, it 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 dead ends and you need to turn back. And I've I've done that with code plenty of times and, and plenty of different plugins. Built a feature in, um, was going to release it, realized it wasn't done the right way and then you know it's kind of the same way with recurring donations how we have it right now you know it doesn't have some of these critical features and and we could release it in kind of like a pared down version but we're choosing to hold back um and you know granted it it's affecting us as far as the revenue we could bring in but we're doing it out of uh you know out of going down the road that will lead to um more successful things for us and yeah. More user adoption things, you know, that are more beneficial to releasing um, code that's just not ready yet. Right. Have you ever? Uh, are you happy with the revenue that you're making right now with with Give? Um, or is it still too early to tell? I mean, for as young as we are, we're doing pretty well. I'd say without some, we really only have a, the main add-ons we offer are payment gateways and, and a couple tools into different. Um, email marketing systems and, and for those they're selling pretty well and I'm I'm pretty happy with it but I know there's a whole lot more ahead as long as we can continue um, developing further and releasing more great products for it. So what are you going to work on next? What's the biggest thing uh, you know leading up until our, to our next show? I think this has been a fairly good introduction of, of who you are and what you've been up to but what are you going to work on next for the next show? Whatever that might be. Somewhere before I get married I know that. <laughs> Yeah, so tentative on when the next show is, um, I've really been working on, we have a plugin called uh, Google Maps Builder, it's on the repo right now, I released it last year, and since it's released it has uh, been fairly popular, it's essentially a plugin for visually building 
uh, Google Maps. Um, you can add all sorts of markers. You can um, use Google Places to show restaurants, hotels, and all sorts of uh, landmarks around you. And people really like it. Uh, unfortunately, I just haven't had enough time to uh, give it the attention it needs and then monetize it into a pro version, mm -hmm. which um, I've really been focused on developing that out further. And I almost have the beta ready for people to check out. So we're going to be releasing the beta here for the next couple of days on uh, wordimpress.com. Um, so we'll have information about that and we'll tweet at, out about that. Um, but my goal to answer your question is um, to get the beta out and to have our branding all done. It's it's 95% done on the logo. Um, just need to button up a few things in the beta version, uh, freeze development on it, um, get Matt um, Cromwell, my partner here, to uh, release some of the marketing material he's been on uh, using or developing, excuse me, and um, and then to get the community feedback and then hopefully fix a bunch of bugs and, and release the 2.0 version. Because um, I see a lot of potential with that, with the, the amount of active installs it has now and the number of features we're building into the plugin that will really wow people, I think, mm -hmm. uh, could really be a potential for uh, a game changer as far as what people turn to for Google Maps when they are building uh, in WordPress. Yeah. So you're just as crazy as I am launching multiple products at the same time. <laughs> still haven't still haven't fleshed out the original business yet. I get it. It's a shotgun approach, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, look, the, the thing I'm going to work on next is I go, I'm trying to hit that 100. I think I'll be able to do it pretty easily. It's only 13 more people. God, if I can't get 13 more people on the email list, I should go back and start a landscaping company. I don't know <laughs> what I should do. I that. Yeah. Um, so if you want to join that email list for Julep, it's getjulep.com, J-U-L-E-P.com. You can join the mailing list over there. And that's what I'm going to work on for the next episode. Hopefully I'll have 100 folks on there. Hopefully the beta uh, will be ready to go. And maybe I can get that sucker out before I get married and away on my honeymoon and let people play with it for a few weeks. And then I come back to a, a boatload of email uh, of people saying it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, so that'll be kind of fun. What about you, man? What are you going to work on? Uh, what's your short-term goal? Besides the launch, uh, yeah, really, that's my my goal is to get that beta out, then to uh, really focus on recurring donations, get that out. But that's kind of uh, end of summer goal for recurring donations. You know, lots of uh, code still to be done on that, lots of testing, but it's uh, it's on the horizon. Sweet, sweet. Well, good luck, and we'll catch up. On the next episode, uh, it's mattreport.com slash subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter at mattreport. And Devin, where can folks find you on the web? Uh, WordPress.com is the best. And my Twitter handle is at innerwebs. Awesome, man. All right. I'll talk to you next time. All righty. Thanks for listening to The Matt Report. If you want to stay subscribed, it's mattreport.com slash subscribe. I would love uh, a five-star review in iTunes or any review, really. Uh, if you like the show, love the show, hate the show, uh, just search for us in iTunes, Matt Report, and leave us a review. Five-star would be appreciated, though. And if you want to stay connected uh, to the recent uh, product launch that we have here, it's getjewel.com. And as always, 
this show is sponsored by uh, my parent company at Slocum Studio. We do WordPress design and development for brands uh, and universities such as Rutgers University, Brown University, Wheaton College, and more. You can check us out at slocumstudio.com. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions for me, it's Matt Report Blog at gmail.com.